Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. the bar come on and pull up a seat and open up your bible what a wonderful feast the living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets the inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet this is where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news in light of the scripture we are here to serve you we're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces this is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it and this is for the truth lovers biblically performing preaching christ to the nations yeah welcome to the of reformation yeah the bar biblical and reformed welcome everybody to the bar it's your boy Dwayne in the building so excited to be in here one more Tuesday one more again we are in your podcast your favorite podcast uh and man I am super super excited to have on this get this guest um Many of you uh, heard the voice, but never heard him say too much outside of 90 seconds unless you subscribe to the podcast. But uh, <laughs> we are blessed to have uh, Pastor Gabe. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, man, it, it's definitely a pleasure and an honor to have you on, sir. Uh, and, and some of you right away caught the voice, man, because I promise you, Pastor Gabe, I don't know what you did before all of this. But you, your your voice is like the perfect radio voice. I know you heard that a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, that's what I did. I was in radio for twenty two years. Oh wow, that's dope. Yeah. Well, well, while we're talking about that, man, I'm gonna give you the the floor to kind of introduce yourself to the people. You know, tell them about uh, you know, whatever you want to share as far as background leading up to where we are now, man. I'm gonna give you the floor now. All right. Well, yeah, my name is Gabriel Hughes. I'm a pastor of uh, First Southern Baptist Church in Junction City, Kansas. And it's through our church that we started a ministry called When We Understand the Text. And it was it was born out of frustration of seeing some things shared on social media, Twitter and Facebook, mm -hmm. and, and even from members of my own congregation going, man, why are people getting suckered in by some of this stuff? I, uh, and sometimes it would it would even contradict something I had just preached on Sunday. And yet I'm, wow. I'm watching people share this stuff on, on Facebook. And so it was a friend of mine. We were over at his house. I guess I was venting in his living room and he, <laughs> uh, he just chimed in and goes, well, why don't you make your own videos? And I, I don't know why it was so revolutionary. Like it did never cross my mind to do that. And, uh, right. and so, so we started brainstorming. We were like, well, if we did that, what would it sound like? Like, what would we do? Would it, 
I don't just want to sit in front of a camera and turn it on and just talk because then basically people are just tuning in to hear me say something and I talk enough. So, <laughs> so we uh, we actually came up with this idea. Uh, uh, one of them was called sermonettes, uh, and and that was me just sitting in front of a camera and and uh, doing some little devotional thought. I think there might even still be one or two of them floating around on YouTube. I don't know if those videos are still up or not, but. Um, mm-hmm. Then we came up with this idea of understanding the text. That was the first title that we had. And and okay. somehow, it t- as we started banging out some scripts, somehow it turned into when we understand the text. And that was like the sign-off line to every video. Kind of like mm-hmm. the way, um, uh, uh, you know, there was, oh, I can't remember the guy's name now, the, the uh, legendary... Uh, a radio broadcaster from the past who would end every broadcast with, and now you know the rest of the story, you know? Uh, so <laughs> right, right, right. That kind of thing. Or Walter Cronkite had the, and yeah, that's yeah, yeah. the way it was, you know? So that's the, right, uh, right. we kind of came up with that as like a, a, a sign-off for every video, and just abbreviating that came out as what? WWUTT. And so mm-hmm. uh, we, we did four uh, videos that were four and a half minutes long. And those took forever uh, to <laughs> to edit and put right. together. It was like several days worth of work. And so finally it came down to, you know, some of these things we were coming up with were a lot shorter and there was no reason to do four and a half minutes explaining some of these topics. And so we whittled it down to 90 seconds. So there was going to be this plan of doing these four and a half minute videos every couple of months and then 90 second videos maybe once a week. Uh, but then we never did the four and a half minute format again. So, <laughs> so they've all ever mm. since then they've all been ninety seconds long, and I think we're up to about a hundred and seventy something videos now. So, wow. so that's the ministry, and then from that it turned into a podcast and and the website and all that other thing. Wow, yeah, that is awesome, uh, man. You know, and and the great thing about when you understand the text uh, is 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 just long enough to get piling a whole bunch of information now sometimes you be talking fast but it's just short enough to keep your attention man and that i love that so much um because i came out of the the charismatic word of faith uh movement and mm. and some of your your videos were you know were like stepping stones into you know sound theology and reform theology you know because it it it, it, it put pressure on me on some of the things that i you know i was being taught so uh I guess my first <laughs> my first question, you know, because uh, I hear you talk about, you know, question and answer on the podcast. Uh what what kind of response have you been getting uh from from these videos, you know, both good and bad? Well, the response has been tremendous. Uh and and it comes from all over the world. Um and not mm-hmm. just English speaking countries. So we'll get We'll get some folks that'll say, I love the videos, but most of the people that I'm witnessing to don't speak English. Can I take the videos mm-hmm. and translate them into another language? And and we've said yes to every request on that, except requests to translate into Spanish. And the only reason we haven't uh, agreed on that is because we're trying to do that ourselves. So we're wanting to put oh, some, okay. of the, some of those videos into Spanish. But uh, uh, it's the, the response has been great, and it comes from churches and youth groups. Uh, uh, people who just do Bible studies in their home or individuals who saw the videos. Uh, I got an email just recently from a guy uh, who on a particular topic saw the video and he just got angry. 
Uh, he said, I'd been mm-hmm. watching your videos for 60, 70, 80 videos. And then suddenly I saw this one and I hated it. And I shut the laptop <laughs> and I walked away from my computer and I was so mad at you. Uh, and he said, I, I wasn't even on the internet for like a week after that. And I'm talking with people and I'm sharing the gospel and, and, but the things that were said in that video kept coming back into my mind. And I realized that my theology on that subject had been incorrect for so long. Mm-hmm. And once I started mm-hmm. researching and reading my Bible, according to what was said in the video, I realized that you were right. And, uh, mm-hmm. and so I've, I've repented of that. And now the Lord is, uh, uh training me more in, sound doctrine concerning that particular subject. So uh, sometimes we get videos like that. Sometimes, uh, you know, a video will pop up uh, that targets something that that uh, grabs atheists attention. And that's when we get the most hate mm-hmm. mail uh, there. Oh, I'm sure they're not they're not terribly kind. Um, and that's <laughs> actually one of the reasons why we had disabled comments on the videos. Um, right. Just like, I think we had gotten 20, 24 videos done. And then the decision was made, well, let's just shut the comments off. And uh, mm-hmm. we were getting we were getting death threats and people telling us to go hang yourself. And none of us ever really mm. felt threatened by that. Like, I never felt like my right, life right, was right. in danger. It's just people saying stuff online. But it was still uh, distracting and, and uh, uh, problematic enough that we just decided, let's just not have the comments at all. And I really felt like yeah. the the response of the videos kind of increased in in terms of uh, people sending us letters and saying what the videos meant to them went up after mm-hmm. we turned the comments off. So uh, uh, it's been um, it has been a mix of both. I mean, you get uh, every once in a while we'll post a video that will um, elicit a response of somebody saying, "I like every one of your videos except that one." You know, everybody's yeah. got a button, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but otherwise, uh, I, I really think that it's been a tremendous response. Uh, and right. uh, also big thanks to Todd Friel at Wretched for mm-hmm. uh, for playing when we understand the text, because I think that was really what kind of launched us into um, into a wider recognition was because of mm-hmm. Wretched playing them. We did, we honestly didn't have any ambition of trying to uh, to get any kind of. Uh, recognition in the name or anything like that outside of our own church. We really started just putting the videos together for people in our congregation and maybe even in our own community to see the videos Mm -hmm. tackling specific theological subjects, but we weren't ever trying to get uh, some sort of, um, uh, you know, and I'm trying not to use the word fame, but uh, (laughs) right, right, right. I got you. I got you. But yeah. Uh, But you know, that, that kind of recognition. Right, right. Yeah, Todd's awesome, man. I had the privilege of uh, meeting him uh, a couple of times. He actually was a guest on here. Um, and actually, I think that maybe when I found you guys was through Todd. Um, so that that is really cool. Um, you know, one of the things, it's funny that you talked about the people that enjoy, you know, all of them except. And in my transition, that was me, man. Like, I had a hard time. <laughs> with the tongues you know because I, yeah. I that's what i knew you know i was like you know because the first thing people say is oh that's your interpretation but what i love is you know when you when you do when you understand the text you really focus on context you know using it properly uh and 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 that that actually is i mean it's just so awesome to 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 get that out there get that information out there because i promise you some of the stuff that i i want to say but don't want to get in trouble i just send you send y'all video man it's like hey hey i didn't say it they said it <laughs> that's right <laughs> well yeah so in response to that um 
sometimes we'll get a an email from somebody that says, you know, you you tried tackling this subject in 90 seconds. I feel like you needed to spend more time. So right, can you do a video right. that's, you know, eight minutes on that subject or something? Or or somebody will say, uh, you address this particular subject, but you really didn't you didn't answer all the questions. There's this question, this question, and this question. So you didn't really solve it in 90 seconds. Well, my response to that is we're not really trying to. So it's it's not a uh, uh, the the video and whatever subject matter is being tackled is not supposed to be the end all be all of that particular subject. Right. But some of them, because the subject is so broad, is just giving you some things to look at and some things to con- consider according to what Scripture says. But please, by all means, leave the video, open your Bible and and mm-hmm. study it in greater context than what you just heard in the 90 second clip. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and that and actually that 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 uh what inspired me to check out the podcast um because you spend a little bit more time and actually um in the last couple of weeks you've just been walking through different verses. So let's talk about the podcast a little bit, you know, okay. uh I guess you know, I guess you kind of told us why you started it, but, you know, let the people know what, what you talk about from time to time and, and things that you got going on over there. Yeah. So the the podcast actually started uh, as an extension of the videos. It was supposed to be uh, me and another guy, one, one of the young guys in our church who was just, he was gung-ho about when we understand the text. And he was uh, a very internet and social media savvy. And so I kind of let him have the social media side of things. He started the what Facebook page. I didn't start that. Um, and then mm-hmm. I like I like Twitter. All right. So I was like, well, I'll do the Twitter uh, account. So we were both kind of sharing some things uh, in terms of uh, the um, uh, social media uh, presence that we had online. And so we decided he listened to a lot of podcasts and said, you ought to do a podcast. And so we started talking about what we wanted to do in terms of what that podcast would sound like. And it was me and him and I think two or three other people. And so originally what we were going to do was since since we would post a video and people would ask all kinds of questions about it, let's do a weekly podcast that ex- expands the topic that we addressed in 90 seconds. So let's let's mm-hmm. do 30 minutes uh, that that talks even broader about that 90 second subject. And so we did one or two pilot episodes of that, uh, but then um, his family moved on. And so when he and I were going to uh, end up doing that together, uh, they ended up moving. And so we weren't uh, we weren't partners in that anymore. And so then I was left with, should I even bother doing this at all? Or should I just let it retire, <laughs> let the idea retire and maybe something right. I could pick up at another time? So I decided to go ahead and pick it up, but instead of following that format that we had agreed upon of expounding upon a video of doing five days a week Bible study. And um, Mm. I I listened to a lot of Al Mohler, uh, The Briefing. That's one of my favorite programs. Yeah. And uh, he does, you know, 20 something minutes a day. And he's he's Dr. Al Mohler. He's the president of Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. How does he have the time? every day to do 20 something minutes of the briefing. And so I thought if he can do it, I can do it. So, Mm. so I opened up my Bible and was, and was uh, doing the podcast for a few months and then realized I can't do this. Uh, It's, it takes, (laughs) takes too much time and too much energy. So we shortened the podcast, but then uh, as I kind of became more accustomed to the format and how to do it and that I didn't have to follow the time constraints that I used to follow when I was in radio, uh, I was mm-hmm. able to lengthen it back out again to about 20 minutes. And so 
it's just straight Bible study. It's just, uh, you know, right now we're finishing up first John. Uh, and then, um, I'm going to go into second John right after that. And, uh, uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't ever think it was going to be that big a deal. My wife and I, we kind of do it together. Mm-hmm. And, and I told her, you know, if we get just, if we get double the people that we have in our congregation, so we have about a, you know, 120 people or something in our church. Uh, if I'm right. getting 240 listeners, then it'll be worth it because we'll know we'll get mm. about the number of people in our congregation plus another extra congregation, kind of. <laughs> and right, uh, and right, right, right now, we have about 1,500 daily listeners. So uh, wow. it's been, uh, yeah, it's been a real blessing. The Lord is, has blessed the ministry. And I don't think of it as anything unique. Um, I, mm-hmm. You know, you can listen to John MacArthur do this, uh, just doing right, exposition right, right. Bible study. But uh, but I'm grateful for the listeners that we have. We get homeschool families that will write us up and say, you know, your podcast is the way we start every morning. We've all, we're all sitting around the dining room table with our Bibles open, eating breakfast and wow. listening. Uh, so that that's been great. It's uh, the feedback we've been getting from the the podcast is, <clears throat> excuse me, is equally as encouraging as what we get from the videos. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I enjoy it as well. Um because when I when I first found it, I didn't know, you know, it was every day. And I kept seeing the notification. I was like, oh, wow, he he putting in some work, man, every day. I couldn't imagine. <laughs> like you said, like like what Dr. Al Mola does is like unbelievable. Like, how do you read that much and have a life and record? You know, like it just I just don't understand. I think he has like extra right. hours or something, maybe I know, right. or 27. Well, there was the, there was the article the Babylon Bee did with uh, Dr. Al Mohler's been shut down to recharge or or to update <laughs> software or something like that. They had like an Al Mohler right. robot. So, <laughs> right. I, that's, and that's when I saw right. that article, yeah, when I saw that article, I was going, "Hey, they they think the same way that I do about uh, you know this guy's <laughs> a machine. He just keeps going and going." Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. Um, Right here, we're going to take a quick break for one of our sponsors. Reginald, quick, what's your favorite podcast? The Reformed Podcast. Uh, What's your second favorite? Calvinist, Batman, and Friends. Chris, I don't think he understands the point of advertising. Well, another good podcast is The Rugged Marriage. It's our podcast where we talk practically and biblically about what it means when two sinful people say, I do. Check out the new episodes every Monday and learn with us as we discuss marriage, life, death, sin, and everything in between. Reform your theology, reform your marriage. And stay rugged, my friends. All right, people, we're back. And uh, man, we're super excited to have Pastor Gabe with us, the voice of When You Understand the Text. And, you know, it wouldn't be right, Pastor Gabe, if I didn't go like this. I had to do it. I've been wanting to do it since we've been emailing each other, man. Like, that is just the the funniest part to me because, you know, some of the stuff is so practical, but you don't, you know, like, like you, like, like you said, a lot of people are not learning that. A lot of people teaching, you know, different things. So that part right there makes me laugh almost every time. That's so, that's um, you, yeah, you mentioned about being in radio. Was that a uh, secular radio? Was that Christian radio? What, what, what kind of radio background do you have? Well, out of the 22 years that I was in radio, 18 was in Christian radio and there was about four years in secular radio. Uh, and that gotcha. four year period of time was, uh, when I was in college and, 
uh, honestly, where I, the places where I ended up going to school, there was no Christian radio stations. And so just because I didn't want to go bag groceries or flip pizzas, I decided to, you know, get a job at the local radio station and I never enjoyed it. There was never any of those jobs working in secular radio that I ever came out of that thinking that was a great experience. Uh, so Mm. when, um, after four years of college, I ended up going back and was in, uh, was in Christian radio again for another, I think it was about four or five years. And then it was a, a, a pastor friend of mine that contacted me and said, Hey, we've got an associate pastor position open. I think you should apply for it. And I told him, no, you know, <laughs> that, I, I had no desire or ambition to do that whatsoever. And, uh, uh, I actually had uh, preached a lot. I had traveled around and probably filled the pulpit in 60 to 80 different churches. And uh, mm. so I had I had preaching experience, but just didn't see myself settling down and pastoring in one church. And it was my wife who uh, was was my fiance at the time who told me mm-hmm. that I think you need to apply for it. And and so I did. Uh, and it was, you know, I applied for the job, not wanting the job. And <laughs> and it was during wow. that period of time, the Lord softened my heart to it. And uh, and they handed it to me and I took it and I knew it was right. And uh, and then even when the senior pastor stepped down and I was going to move into the senior pastor position, uh, Becky and I faced that same thing again. Is this really mm-hmm. what I want to do? Or is this what the Lord has for me to do? Or maybe we need to start looking at something else. So we prayed about it and I looked at different jobs in other churches and, uh, and also applied for the job here. And ultimately we knew it was right. And the Lord settled us here. So that's kind of the short story of how I went from, uh, working in Christian radio for that long into being a pastor. Um, I grew up in, in radio because my dad started Christian radio stations and he would move wow. the family around, uh, from one place to another, starting another Christian station. And so that's, that's how I grew up in it, but I never intended to stay in it. And, uh, wow. I wanted to get, I wanted to get out before I turned 30. And so <laughs> it was, uh, the same year that I got married was also the year that I left radio and, and became a pastor. Wow. That is interesting. That's amazing about your dad. So you, you've been around it for a while. That yeah. is amazing. Yeah. So, uh, uh, at, at the, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say my, my dad, uh, you know, I guess we're coming up close to father's day so I can give him a, a father's day plug. <laughs> yeah, uh, man. My, yes. my dad is loaded with all kinds of Bible knowledge and he was the one that, uh, that taught me how to read the Bible using scripture to interpret mm. scripture. I came into some false teaching when I was in college, uh, when I was no longer under the guidance of my parents. And uh, there were some (laughs) sound, faithful men of the word that brought me out of that and back into sound teaching. But uh, yeah, I credit my dad with with not only the uh, uh, biblical instruction that he gave me, but also this voice. I sound just like him. So uh, I got this voice from him. I have to credit him with that as well. (laughs) (laughs) Big shout out to Pops, man. That's That's right. (laughs) He's a good man. I love my dad. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's awesome. That is so awesome, man. So, um, you know, let, let's talk about the, the local congregation a little bit, you know, kind of because here I do once a month, I do a local pastor spotlight um, where I, I basically bring on someone that's not, you know, on a conference flyer or doesn't have a published book. And uh, that has, you know, grown my, my audience of actual local pastors listening in, man. So let's talk about uh, your local church a little bit. You know, you said the size of it. Uh, where is it located and and uh, what? What are some of the, I guess, 
uh, visions and goals you have for for your church? Well, our church is uh, it's it's a small Southern Baptist congregation. We're uh, like I said before, about 120 people. Uh, very eclectic. We have uh, uh, quite a mix of people in our congregation. We are um, uh, bilingual. Uh, we have a a Palauan congregation in our church. I don't know if you're familiar with the island of Palau, uh, but it is. I've uh, heard of it. Yeah, it's in the Pacific. It's a it's a small sovereign nation, and uh, there happens to be a, uh, a community of Palauan people in Junction City, Kansas. I think that's that's military influence because we've got Fort Riley right next to Junction City, and so uh, because of uh, the Palauans that got stationed here, um, working in the military, we've uh, they're very family oriented people, and so they move their families here, and so we've got a little uh, uh, Palauan community. So uh, their nice. pastor of their church, we've hired on to our staff, and their church mo- moved over into our church. And so we we combined together, and now we have a a bilingual service. You have English and you have Palawan. So <laughs> the Lord had laid wow. it on my heart to do something bilingual. I just didn't know that it was going to end up being Palawan. So that that's <laughs> been that's been a really fun experience. Um, and that's just been this year that we that we combine together that way. So, uh, so then, uh, and once again, uh, we've got Fort Riley, uh, that's right next door to Junction City. I mean, we're, we're so close to one another that it practically is an extension of Junction City. It's just, you have to have, uh, a certain form of identification to get to the next part of town. <laughs> uh, but, uh, 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 the military moves people in and out of this community like crazy, uh, in the span of, uh, of about anywhere from 12 to 18 months, we'll probably turn over. 40 to 50% of our congregation. And, uh, wow. and that's, there's some blessings in that, but there's also heartache because, you know, you, you make such close friends with people and then you have to say goodbye when the military, uh, moves those families to other places. And the blessing in that is that we have so many people come in and out of the church that we're, uh, able to be a larger outreach ministry than, the uh, than what we look like on paper. So you look at look at the church on paper, and you'll see our attendance is anywhere between 100 to 150 people. And you're thinking, okay, well that's a that's a pretty small church. But over the course of a year, we've probably had you know anywhere from seven to 900 people that have been in and out of our doors. <laughs> just uh, it's just kind of a revolving door church uh, because of the the influence of uh, of a of being a military community. Uh, but we're a, a tightly knit group. Uh, we're eldership led, so there's plurality eldership in this church. Uh, the the deacons that serve. Uh, right now, we're doing our VBS in the middle of this week, our vacation Bible school, and we've got a a young gal who just graduated college that writes our VBS curriculum. We do all of that in house. She did our VBS last year and is uh, running things this year and does a tremendous job. She's very gifted at that job and just took a, a teaching job at a at a school. And, and so I know that she's going to do great with that as well. Uh, so, mm-hmm. and that's what we try to do as a church is kind of try to keep everything in house. Even though we are a Southern Baptist church, we don't use all the Lifeway materials and stuff like that. Right. Uh, we try to come up as best as we can come up with our own curriculums and, uh, and provide hmm. teaching from the elders that we have on staff. And so uh, uh, the, um, uh, of, of course, with when we understand the text that all came out of that too, it was, how can we produce our own videos, uh, to be an outreach in our community instead of using somebody else's material. So, uh, we've got a real creative bunch, um, uh, really tightly knit group, family oriented, lots of big families. 
uh, a big homeschool group as well, a homeschool community. I think about half the church is public school and half the church is homeschool. So we've got, um, uh, mm. once again, that kind of adds to the eclectic nature of our church. But uh, right. for, me as a, for me as a pastor, um, I think it goes without saying, if at least if you've heard the podcast, that I do mm-hmm. expositional preaching. So it's verse by verse preaching through a book of the Bible. Right now we're going through 1 Corinthians. And, uh, and mm-hmm. that's the commitment that we have to exegetical preaching and um, a biblical foundation on the gospel of Jesus Christ. Wow. That's awesome. So awesome. Uh, I love the the fact that you guys do the VBS in-house, man, because, you know, that's some of the, the issues that I've seen in the past with some of those curriculums and, you know, not knowing the source and, and, you know, what, what the heart is behind it or, or the using this properly. So that, that is, that's really cool. Um, what I like, what I like to do on the, the tail end, man, because, you know, I always tell my guests, you know, 30 minutes, uh, conversation and, and I like to, I like to deliver on my promises. So what I like to do on the tail end is (laughs) I have two, what I called quote unquote bar signature questions. And the first question you kind of told me about one, but I'm going to see if there's any others. Uh, what, I guess what kind of podcast or, or do you listen to any podcasts or sermons? What, what will be on your, your, your playlist as far as listening to podcasts? I know being a pastor doing podcasts yourself, you may not listen to anything, you know, besides Al Mohler, but is there anything that you <laughs> check out or listen to, you know, while you're out there? Yeah. My favorite preacher of all time is Vody Bauckham. And so I yes, listen sir. to, I listen to a lot of Dr. Bauckham. Uh, I was just mowing the grass the other day uh, and listening to a sermon of his out of Second Timothy. And so um, uh, he's still, uh, you know, as he's heading up the uh, African Christian Academy, he doesn't preach as much, but still does do some mm-hmm. preaching and stuff will get uploaded to his uh, sermon audio page. And so I'll still listen to Dr. Bauckham whenever some of that stuff comes down. Um, I listen to Grace to You with... Uh, uh, with uh, mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Uh, John MacArthur. And then uh, I, I would have to say that the thing I listen to the most is RefNet, uh, the Reformation Network that comes from oh, William yeah, Ministries. And I, I think one of the things I love about it is that it just, it, there's there's so much uh, uh, varying content. Um, you know, mm-hmm. you finish listening to a sermon from Dr. Lawson, and then you've got another sermon from John Piper and one from Mark Dever. And then there's uh, you know, uh, re- renewing your mind with Dr. R.C. Sproul. And so uh, because because I don't have to hunt through my phone and decide mm-hmm. which podcast I want to listen to, I'll just turn on RefNet. And then I've got all of that teaching that uh, that comes at me. Boom, boom, boom. One sermon finishes and goes right to the next one. Um, so, yeah, I mentioned listening to the briefing. Um, I love uh, Dr. Stephen Lawson. I noticed that you've had him on the bar podcast. Um, yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, his sermons are great too. Uh, so yeah, that's just kind of a, a little bit of what I listen to. Um, uh, Matt Chandler is another one uh, uh, out of the mm-hmm. Village Church in Dallas, Texas. I like to catch his every once in a while. I probably only listen to him about once a month. Uh, but uh, mm-hmm. his his series right now going through Exodus. I think they've just finished up Exodus actually, but that's been a great series. So it's been wonderful listening to that also. Right, right. That's that's awesome. Yeah, I, I like everything you said. Just add the bar like in there, you know, somewhere behind Sproul. <laughs> I will you, now. Yes, you know, I'll start listening. To the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. So my uh, my second question is: What 
kind of music do you listen to? You know, if we were to hook your playlist up, you know, what 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 does Pastor Gabe be riding around town listening to? I'll be honest, I probably listen to a lot more instrumental and classical music than anything else. Um okay. I I don't listen to a lot of of music with words. I used to. I and I mm-hmm. honestly I I'd have to say that the reason for that is probably because of how jaded I've become after working in Christian radio. Um mm-hmm. uh, listening to those songs and hearing all those praise and worship artists, I'm tired of it. I I really didn't want to <laughs> listen to it anymore. Um right. the, uh, especially working behind the scenes and seeing how things went just it's oh, very yeah. oh yeah yeah you know you get disillusioned and so i uh wasn't wasn't really interested in that side of things anymore and so to kind of shut my shut my mind off to it entirely once i left radio cuz it was a cold turkey full stop get out of it not not even <laughs> it in the car nothing and so the only way that I could kind of move my mind away from those things and into into something else uh, was to listen to instrumental music. And so I listened to a lot of classical uh, movie soundtracks, you know, the scores to movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll listen to some of that as well. Uh, my wife in particular loves the uh, soundtrack to um, uh, uh, Pride and Prejudice. And okay. uh, and that 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 movie soundtrack honestly it's gorgeous uh it's a lot of piano and so i like to listen to that <laughs> uh that's wow. the thing i listened to most recently so that's why uh, that's why that came okay. to mind uh i listen to some hymns too as well so when somebody produces mm-hmm. uh some hymns like i like the stuff that'll come up in the instrumental segments on refnet and i'll try right, as best right. as i can to catch the name of some of those artists that are singing and and come up with their music uh, Michael W. Smith, who I grew up listening to when I was a kid, he's produced a couple of hymns albums. And so I picked up his hymn CDs. And I listened to those a lot. Uh, if there's anything else from my past that I listen to, it's Keith Green and Rich Mullins. I still like both of those guys. <laughs> listen to right, their music right. as well. So, yeah, that's mostly what's in my player. That's it, it, in terms of music. That's what I come up with. Nice. Nice. Um, wow. That's cool. You know, I've had a couple of guests tell me about music score. I mean, movie scores and things like that. And I'll be honest, like I've never like even thought about listening to that. But, uh, I had one guy says he liked to listen to, uh, I think it was, uh, the Bourne movie score or whatever. When he writes, he said it it gives him. Yeah. So uh, that's cool, man. That's, I I guess I need to get, get up on my game on that, man. Cause, uh, uh, you're, the, you're the like fourth or fifth person I've had on that talked about movie scores, so that's cool. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, um, yeah, it really is. So I'm gonna give you the, the you know last couple minutes, whatever you want to take. Uh, anything you want to uh, address with my uh, anything you want to talk about, or I mean, I talk about, but you know, mention to my listeners anything you want to promote, uh, anything you want to shout out, anybody. Uh, just keep in this show probably won't post until like july so make oh, okay. sure that you don't shout something out that that happens tomorrow but <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah i gave a plug to my yeah. dad but that's gonna air after father's day so yeah, yeah exactly exactly <laughs> that's all right so, <laughs> uh, so, well, yeah. so yeah anything you want to talk about and then but you have to i'm I, only reason why i'm interrupting because you have to end it with with when you understand the text you gotta all end right. it like that man. <laughs> okay i got gotcha. you <laughs> Well, in Philippians four, we are told to rejoice in the Lord always. And Paul or yeah, Paul is so emphatic about that point that he says it twice. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. And so I think there is such a an urgent 
uh, need for us to be able to rejoice in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you, to give praise to God in all circumstances, also what Paul said to the Thessalonians. And so uh, as, um, uh, as you are going throughout your day, you listen to this great podcast, you've filled your mind up with uh, some good Bible things as you've been uh, listening to other Bible lessons and things like that, uh, find ways of keeping all of that information fresh in your mind, of letting the Word of God come back to your forethought, of being able to look at all the world through the lens of the Scriptures and being filled up with the Word of God. We're instructed in Colossians chapter 3, verse 16, to let the Word of Christ dwell in you richly. And so as you are filled up with God's Word, you will truly understand what David meant when he said, your Word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And when we are filled up with the hope of Christ and the knowledge of his word, it becomes easier to rejoice in all things and give praise to God, even for the most difficult circumstances that come our way. And I say that to you because ours is a culture that is so quick and easy to complain about everything. And that is mm -hmm. toxic and it infects the mind. Uh, and and is is uh, incredibly draining on us psychologically in ways that that we probably can't even comprehend. And so it is the hope of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the saving knowledge of Christ that is promised to deliver us from the futility of this world and into his eternal kingdom. It is only that that can really refresh and renew the mind and focus us on good things. And so that's my encouragement to you today is that in every and all circumstance, you rejoice in Christ Jesus. And as hard as you find that to do, fill yourself up with more of the word of God, that it, uh, that it refreshes the mind and focuses you more on the, the hope of Christ Jesus and the promises that we have in his word. And when you understand those promises, you can't help but rejoice in Christ Jesus for what we've been told in his word when we understand the text. Yes, sir. <laughs> that is so awesome. That is that. Oh man, you were speaking to me, brother. Because working night shift, you, you just you you definitely want to complain. So I, I'm going to guard myself up with His Word, man, and I'm gonna go in there with with a, with a joyful spirit, man. You've really, really blessed me uh, today, sir. Uh, thank you so much for your time. Um, make sure you guys uh, check us out on the website at thebarpodcast.com all the social media spots uh the bar podcast hit us up we had pastor gabe man it's been such an awesome awesome episode make sure y'all check us out next tuesday god bless What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions. 
and also the Facebook group. You get an invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many, many more. Make sure you sign up. The link's in the show notes. Join the VIP inside the bar group, and we'll see you there.